Welcome to the Moms of Triathlon podcast. I'm Amy Henderson, pro triathlete and competitive cyclist and mother of two to Oliver, who is three years old, and Margo, who is 15 months. And I'm Allie Wilson, former college summer turned triathlete and full-time stay-at-home mom to my 19-month-old daughter, Beth. This week, we'll be sharing our holiday gift ideas. But first, Amy, what's been going on with you this week? Well, this week, as I mentioned last week, I got the green light to ride outside. So I went for my first ride. And um, I can't remember if I mentioned this, but in the period when I you know, had broken my collarbone, we ended up buying a commuter bike for our au pair to use. And so, you know, we got a new bike. So I was like, okay, I'm supposed to do this first ride really easy and chill. It's just like making sure that things feel good and I can get outside and test things out. And so I was like, of course, I have to ride the new bike, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was really fun. And honestly, I was just like smiling the whole time. And it's honestly really fun when you're used to riding regular road bikes to like be on a commuter bike and like your arms are up and you're sitting (laughs) upright. I felt like You know how there's that thing with like power poses where before meetings or things, there's this concept of like you should stand in a power pose where you like put your shoulders back and put your hands on your hips and like Uh and it will help you, you know, feel powerful. Right. And so I felt like that with my hands, you know, they were up on the handlebars and my arms were open and I just like felt like I was giving the world a hug. (laughs) I was like embracing everything that came by. Oh, (laughs) So it was really lovely. But then I, you know, I'm riding and then suddenly like I felt something, something was amiss. And basically my laces, because I was just wearing regular shoes on this commuter bike, my lace got stuck in the pedal. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like, I stopped right away and it was totally fine. And I just fixed it. But I was like, of course, this would happen. Like I changed something up and now like I try to be like casual and whatever, and now like I would crash on this bike. <laughs> oh my god! But well, I didn't. That's you know, lucky like you were able to get out of that because that can like that can be bad. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. So, but yeah, no issues. So that was good. Really nice. Um, I haven't done another outside ride yet. Um, but I'm hoping to soon. I I considered doing one, but it was a bit like gusty and windy you know the the last week and again i'm just i'm not trying to do anything that seems risky and you know just yeah keep it really safe and then you know the other big thing is of course like been doing a lot of zwifting and this weekend we actually had like you know we did a group ride on zwift and there were six of us and we jumped into one of the right now there's like the tour of Mercury islands so we jumped in just to like a casual like hour-long ride um and it's really nice because for those rides on zwift where they're like the tour of you know they they do those periodically Mm -hmm. right like yeah of watopia or whatever and they're nice rides because some of the people at the front go really hard and so if you want to feel like you're like getting a workout and you want more of a race pace effort you can like push up with that group but if you want you know, I was trying to do just like a chill endurance ride. And so I was like, okay, I need to just like keep it chill and just go at my base pace. But then our, our, another one of our friends was like, oh, I really wanted like a race effort because I'm not able to train that much. But then I was like, well, like you'll, I think you'll be fine. Cause like 400 people race it. And so it's just all <laughs> across the board, you know? Yeah. 
And what's so fun is how real it seems. Like, it's so hard when that, like, I don't want to say gun goes off, but, you know, when the banner drops and the, the ride starts, it's, like, so hard to let the front group go and just be like, nope, I'm riding my base pace. It's fine. And there's just that feeling of, like, oh, I need to be pushing with them. Like, I need to try to hang with them. And it's just like being in real life, you know? Yeah. I was just, like, I don't. I don't know. I haven't actually done road racing, though. So, like, I don't think I ever really get that. And I also haven't done a lot of Zwift racing. So I don't think I have that, like, feel from the, from, like, the need to keep up with the group. But I definitely know what you mean of, like, I'm going to keep up with this, you know, person or group because I'm feeling like I really, you know, want to work hard today and do a little bit more of a race pace effort. But I don't get that, like, pull of oh, I can't let the group go. Yeah. You know, you just like find someone who's a little bit faster and you're like, yeah, I'm going to keep up with you today. Yeah. How much do you do like specific events versus just like drop into a world? Um, Usually I would be doing um, like workouts. So I don't necessarily do a lot of events. I've done a couple of like, you know, race specific events. I've done a couple of just like go ride events. Usually I do it if there's a jersey. So (laughs) scroll through. Do I get anything for this? Yeah. But honestly, I should do more of that. But I think a lot of times just like when I'm able to actually get on my bike, sometimes it's kind of last minute. And so I just like, you know, if there's an event coming up in the next two minutes, I'm going to do it. And so but not usually I just drop in. Yeah, because. It's definitely different from like, yeah, if you drop in. Yeah, of course, I don't care if one person's past me and someone else, you know, I'm passing like in the world, it's fine. But when you are starting at a start banner and you've done for me, you're right. It's you've the done a lot of them. Yeah, I've done races in Zwift, which is what I'm going to talk about next is tonight's race. And so I'm so used to you have the timer going down. And then when it starts, like I'm used to going, you know balls to the wall trying to keep up with the front group and then like yeah so i think it's that like the events that i've done usually end up being like scripted workouts so if i find one because again it's like not every single time window has kind of like a just ride event it's like a scripted workout or races and so like that's kind of what i have a hard time finding is some of those like just ride like tours or whatever just because There are kind of like really specific windows in which I'm able to. So if I know yeah. I can get on right at 1.30 or right at 1.45 or whatever, like there's only a few rides available during that specific time. So I think that's probably why I haven't done it quite as much. Yeah, definitely. Well, what I would recommend to you is one right now, you know, because it is the like when it's one of these periods, right, where it's the tour of Mercury Islands, of course, there are a lot more of those like group rides that you can jump into. But what I would recommend is look when you get on for a race, like one of the, um, you know, have you done one of the Crit City races? Uh, I think I've done one of them. Oh, yeah. And isn't that how you got your FTP? Yeah, like <laughs> earlier this yeah. year. Yeah. So basically, you know, because if you, yeah, look ahead, if it starts in 20 minutes, that's perfect. You have time for the warm up and then you can go and race it. And that's like your workout. And then it's a good point. Um, and then you'll build that association that I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but tonight was an actual race with it's um, the Zwift Racing League and it races on Tuesdays and they do it's a team thing. And so, you know, you're racing with with a team for six weeks or so each season. And 
Tonight was the sprint, one of the sprint races. And so it was the two bridges loop, which means that so it was six times through this loop. So the two bridges loop, it starts with this like somewhat steep uphill that you then descend into the really quick sprint. And then you have like on the loop, another big hard uphill that gets up to like 10%. And then you descend back around and like do that loop six times. And I mean, right now my legs are still in pain, you know, or like that, like <laughs> post race soreness, like uh-huh. going downstairs hurts. <laughs> um, it was so intense. It's one of those races where I finish and I'm like, I just want to curl up in a ball in a dark room and like cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. And I was just sitting on my bike, like, okay, trying to keep up with the group, trying to, you know, stay attentive and not get dropped at different like spots like the first sprint i mean i was so excited for this race i was like yeah like i've been doing pretty well with sprinting you know i'm i'm fine and then i did it and i was like 25th like what (laughs) (laughs) what just happened well you also like kind of just came off of uh, you know i know you've been on the trainer a little bit but you haven't been like you know i even putting your hands on the handlebars so like (laughs) i know yeah you'll get back there But yeah, I know. And so and it's just so funny because I'm, you know, here on the ride and I'm just like, this is awesome that I can be sitting in my garage, feeling these feelings going so hard, like trying to hang on with every bit I have. Like, it's just so cool to race. Like, I just love racing on Zwift. It's so cool that we can like (laughs) go and do it. And like, you're in your garage, you know, you stepped out from your kitchen. So anyway, on our gift guide, we should recommend a uh, a subscription to Zwift. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. That would be a good one, actually. Yeah. Okay. And then the one other thing I was going to share is it's something that happened tonight. And I was like, I'm so happy this happened on a Tuesday because I'm definitely mentioning this on the podcast because it's hilarious. So tonight, Ali and Nick, um, they went to the pool for swimming and then got back like right around dinner time. And Ali, of course, like, I don't want dinner. I don't need dinner. But Nick's like, okay, well, I have to have dinner before we, you know, go upstairs and do bedtime stuff. And Ali was, Ali comes up to me and he's like, can you make my dad dinner? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i was like okay yes 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 son my dad <laughs> my dad can you make my dad dinner <laughs> that's really funny I was like oh it's so funny i'd already made burritos before my race so that like dinner would be ready so all i had to do was microwave it but of Perfect. course like yeah ollie knows i do tend to make all the meals <laughs> but ali what has been going on with you this week Um, it's been a little bit less eventful than your week. Um, it's kind of, honestly, we've kind of had a rough couple of weeks. Like, um, I feel like since we got home from our trip, Beth's naps have kind of been all over the place. Like we've had this perfect, I mean, this is our trip back when we went to San Diego. So this is like six weeks ago. Um, we've up until then we have this perfect napper down at 1230, up at three every day, no issues going down. Um, and then I don't know if it was the trip. I mean, and then it was like, we did the trip and then the t- we did the time change, but I felt like we transitioned her into the time change over the course of like two weeks. Like her schedule literally did not change 
you know, when the, the, the time actually shifted back. And so, but just suddenly like she's, just not wanting to go down for naps. Um, I was trying to put her down. Usually it would be, like I said, 1230 to three. And so once we shifted back to the time change, I tried putting her down at 1230 and she would either fight it or she would wake up like an hour and a half later. I'm like, what? (laughs) What? Because she has been this little sleeping angel up until basically the last month and a half. So it's just been really, really challenging. Um, You know, that's kind of like, that's my, that's my block of time during the day that, you know, I get on the bike and then I take a shower, work on stuff around the house, whatever it is. And so, you know, I'm not on the bike every day, but that's been kind of my consistent schedule. And so her throwing in these short naps or fighting them all together, there's been a couple of days where I'll put her in her crib and she'll just be awake. And she's not crying. Like if she's, I, we've never done like the cry it out. We never did sleep training. Like we never really needed to because she just kind of, we got lucky. She was a great sleeper. And so it's kind of been really hard. Like all of a sudden, like my world's turned upside down because I'm having a guess at what time might be the best time to put her down for a nap. Like, has she played hard enough? And Maybe that's a factor too. Like with the weather, we're not going out and playing that much, you know? So we were going to the park a lot or playing in the backyard almost every day. We're doing stuff outside and, and now we're not really doing that. And so it's just been like, it's so frustrating because like you're saying, there's so many variables, right? It's like we moved and then the time change and the, you know, and it's, it's just really hard because when you're trying to address anything with kids, right? It's like there's all these little dials and variables and things that you can try and change. And it's like, oh, is it this thing or that thing? And it's just hard to really know. And then the other thing is like other things are going to come up. Other things change. And so it's very challenging. Yeah. And then you like you have like a couple of bad naps in a row and you're like, oh, my God, this is permanent. And then, you know, you feel like you've got a good one and then you've got another bad one. And so like we've, it's just been so inconsistent. I mean, yesterday she slept two hours. Today she slept about an hour and 10 minutes. And so it's just like, (laughs) if, if she's, uh, if she's only napping for an hour, I can't, I, I mean, I have to do stuff around the house. I need to catch up on stuff. Like I can't. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That is why that is the number one piece of advice like if i'm at a baby shower and it's like what's the one piece of advice you're gonna give to the mom to be it's always just know that things change quickly and you know things are always evolving and so it's like it's like to combat that mindset that you're saying of like oh you know you have a bad nap like one day two days and then it's like is this gonna be permanent i think i dealt with that so much early on with ollie and like sleep regressions and all that type of stuff and it was just like it's you know it's gonna things are gonna evolve and yes it's okay to like try different you know tools and things to address it and make things better but also like it might just change over time I think honestly this came up because yeah we didn't have a great sleeper I mean he was fine but you know I mean nothing like Beth right yeah (laughs) and and then 
we always sort of disagreed or discussed frequently whether or not we should sleep train, which, of course, basically meant we didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, That's a lot of our parenting is just like, talk about something, consider it. The default ends up being we don't do it because we never make a decision. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, it, it because it is really hard when it in I know that feeling of like, oh, this is going to be forever. And like, well, but we now fixed it and now it's not <laughs> weeks and weeks into it that it it is feeling like it's forever. And that's where it's like, that's where I'm struggling. And I was talking to my mom a little bit about it is she kind of like, I don't know, Beth's over a year and a half old. She's starting to get opinionated on stuff. She's learned the word no, which we don't actually say no to her. Like if she's doing something she's not supposed to do, we don't say no. We kind of go, ah, ah, ah. Like, don't, you know, kind of like, don't do that or please get off of this. But just in conversation, like she hears us, she interacts with us. Um, You know, she's learned that she can answer no to stuff. And so now we're, you know, we're dealing with that too. And so she's becoming opinionated and trying to like push back a little bit. And that's why my mom was, you know, the articles that she sent me was talking about like kids at this age can start protesting naps because they're realizing they have a little bit more say in what they're doing. And so, you know, even if she wants to sleep or whatever, she's not going to just to make a point or something. Well, that was my first thought when you were talking about it. I was thinking, okay, what age is Beth? Especially with, you know, yeah, the two-year-old and, you know, beyond, like, not wanting to nap is such a big deal. Yeah. 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 And so it's been that on top of... um, (sighs) Her morning wake-ups are all over the place, too. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. When we did the time change before, she was going 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. every single day. And now she's like, I'm going to wake up at 6. I'm going to wake up at 7.30. Yet, a couple days ago, she decided to wake up at 5.15. And it was like, oh. I'm awake, guys. Um, you know, last night she woke up at 2.30 for like an hour. And so now we're like, is she getting teeth? Like, is she getting those two-year molars? Because, you know, she has been really agitated about stuff. And so we're just in this really very challenging phase. And, you know, to add on top of that, like, we, you know, I love doing walks with her in the stroller. And um, she's not really making it more than 20 minutes now. So, like... We have this one walk to Starbucks, takes about an hour, and Nick and I did it with her last weekend, and she made it about 20, 30 minutes, and then she was done being in the stroller. We got her out and tried to get her walking, you know, and that was enjoyable, but we're like a mile from home. Like, you're not walking a whole mile back home on, on these like kind of, you know, busy roads i mean we're on the sidewalk but still like yeah (laughs) we need to eventually get home and so it's like we're carrying her putting her in the stroller and she just screams the whole way home and that like more or less happened on another walk i did i did a 30 minute walk through the other day and made it 20 minutes and she was over it and so you know then we're also like is that because it's 40 degrees out and her hands are cold because she won't keep her mittens on her head's cold because she won't (laughs) keep her hat on like we have the this Thule thing for the stroller like the big sleeping bag she kicks that off so I like put her in extra layers and so it's like I think she's just in this big protest phase um 
And it's, yeah, it's really, really challenging right now. And the thing that has absolutely slipped is my ability to be consistently working out. Because if I don't know how long Mm -hmm. he's going to nap, I'm not going to get on the bike for an hour. Like I don't have time to do that. So, you know, yesterday I was like, she's down. I'm doing 30 minutes on the bike just to spin my legs out. I'm just giving myself that and, you know, trying to find this balance of I want to keep doing what's right for me and moving, but I also know like my home and my home life and all that stuff also is a priority. Like I need to be keeping up with you know, keeping the house picked up after she eats lunch and doing laundry, like the things that I stay home and I do all the time. So, so yeah, it's, I mean, it is what it is, right? Like this is hopefully just another chapter. (laughs) So if, if, uh, if anybody's got suggestions though, feel free to shoot them my way. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. But one thing I'll say is that with Ollie, there was a moment, there was a phase where I was like, oh, I'm done with stroller runs. Like, I'm not going to be able to do those anymore. And it cha- it came back. You know, I I remember you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing I was going to say is um, that I've had many a run where I'm holding for dear life the rain cover on the stroller <laughs> as the kids are pulling it off. And Marco, of course, she's already doing this. I'm like, your brother is such a bad influence. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah, man. definitely. You can you can hold those things on. I know, haven't even tried the rain cover since last year. <laughs> yeah. It worked really great for a long time and like still absolutely swear by it. But I don't know how well it would go over anymore yeah and the other tip i was gonna say is that for stroller runs and um hats i found that like with ollie and margo too like wearing hooded jackets and having those on because yeah it's it's a little harder rips the hood off yeah (laughs) (laughs) we did get her mittens with thumbs hoping that that would help and that didn't help yeah i think like the (laughs) mittens oh yeah it's so hard and then, oh, um, and then you make it like three blocks down and you realize something's missing and you're like, now we have to go back. And you're already upset yeah. that we're in the stroller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, such is life, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, Allie, before our main topic, I wanted to run something by you. I had an idea okay. from since last week and I want to see your thoughts. Okay. So... You know the concept of a holiday run streak where people run from Thanksgiving Day to New Year's Day at a minimum one mile a day. Well, I think because I'm trying to do PT for my arm and you (laughs) mentioned doing strength once every couple months (laughs) last week, my proposal to you. Yay! Yay! (laughs) My proposal to you is that we try to commit ourselves to each other. You know, we have our little buddy for a holiday PT streak. And okay, okay, okay. Okay. I'm sensing every day hesitation. You sure? (laughs) So for running, keep in mind for running, it's like one mile is the minimum, right? Which Mm -hmm. for us, you know, that's pretty low. So I was thinking something like. Five minutes of PT. Okay. Okay. I could wrap my head around that. So, because I always, I'm, I have that mindset of like, it needs to be 30 minutes to exactly. count as a workout. And so, exactly. all right. All right. So it's even like, you know, with five minutes, yeah, that could be like 
just a couple exercises, you know? Yeah. And so thinking of it too as like rotating through our favorites. Like, you know, I have some stuff for IT band and then I got the Achilles tendon and I got shoulder stuff. And so, and then also, you know, like you're saying, sometimes, yeah, when you have the concept of like, okay, five minutes, it's easy to wrap you your head around. Always, you can five, five minutes. You can and, find five minutes. And then sometimes, you know, when you find it, it's like, oh, I have a little bit more time. And so, you know, it can build on itself too. But that's not the goal. The goal is, yeah, get in the five minutes. And and I think this is like, for me, I have done a holiday run streak once. And it's really nice because when you're checking it off each day, I know you like stuff like this. I do. I love checking <laughs> off stuff. Yes. So, yeah. It's just in? so satisfying. All right. All right. <laughs> I think okay. we can I think I think I can be on board with that. So long as it's yeah, as long as it's not like a whole long thing. That's what I was worried about. You said it and I was like, mm, not doing 30 minutes of, of this every I know, day. I don't right? have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Barely no. have time. You're like, for I my just life talked for... about how I don't have time yeah, I know. for the bike. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Okay. Nice. And I know like you and I have talked even in the past about let's be accountable to each other for strength workouts. Yeah. But, you know, that slips easily. But for this, it's a set period of time. It's manageable. We can keep accountable. And maybe we can build a routine off of it. Yes, exactly. That'd be good. And exactly. then we can share workout ideas too. Because that's the thing too. Sometimes I'm like, I have my like PT stuff all written down from like I mean, I know what workouts, more or less, I should be doing. Like, I know what kind of areas I should be working on, but I think it could be kind of fun. We can pick out different areas to focus on, like you were saying. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. We'll talk. All more. right. Yes, we will talk more. And we can definitely share it also on our Instagram. So if other people want to join us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's get into our main topic. I'm very excited about this one because we are sharing a gift guide. So we have come up with some of our favorite ideas for things that are triathlon related, things that would be good for moms or other parents. And we've also thrown in a few little things just like favorite things for kids and for other people in general just to help you with your gift giving and your gift list making for what you want for the holidays. All right. Do you want to share a first item? Well, I do think there are, um, we should point out there will be things of various price points. Um, yes. And I do <laughs> think that the, the number one thing to ask for, you know, for any holiday, a new bike. It's <laughs> certainly not in my budget. It's certainly not in my husband's budget. But if it's in anybody else's budget, highly recommend asking for a new bike because you really cannot have too many bikes. And if you have yeah. too many bikes, you could always, you know, upgrade one or yeah. So a bike, definitely a bike. Yeah, definitely got to put that on there. It's a classic, like, you know, all the commercials with like coming out in the driveway, there's a car with a red bow on it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, the bike is up there too. It's, I've definitely. a smaller bow, but yeah. 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 <laughs> I've definitely, you know, gotten bikes when I was a kid and those were memorable Christmases. And same, we've gotten, same. Yeah. We've gotten Oliver a bike um, because, 
you know, it had to be for Christmas. And of course, it had to be when he was like 18 months old because I was like, I can't wait any longer <laughs> to buy my son a bike. Even and though he couldn't it's even, raining, he won't even use it for another year and a half. And he couldn't even fit on it. Like his, his feet couldn't touch the ground oh on that bike when we got of it. So we had to not. borrow a different balance bike. But I was like, no, I have to buy him the specialized branded balance bike oh my so that it matches our bikes. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. Um, but yeah, I love this one. And the other thing, you know, when thinking about, yeah, best things to put on a list are, I like to think about stuff, A, stuff that's useful that you might not buy yourself anyways, but yeah. B, stuff that maybe you're going to buy no matter what. And so just call it a Christmas gift. Exactly. With you and your partner and then save a little bit of money on buying other gifts because you got you know, the bike that you knew you were going to get anyway for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amy. So what else, what do you have on your list? What are some stuff? Okay. So starting with some quick, like little, little things that I think are nice for triathletes, um, lobster gloves. And if you don't know Mm. what these are, these are big, thick, warm winter gloves for riding your bike. Uh And they are like two fingers. So you're your pinky and your ring finger go in one spot and then your other two main fingers, you know, go in the next slot. And so they're good for like you can break, but they also are the warmest bike gloves that I know. And so those are great. Then obviously bike socks, right? The brand I would recommend is The Athletic. Um, I think they're like a Portland-based company. They definitely make the Portland PDX um, airport socks, uh, carpet socks. Um, So they have some fun uh, patterns and I'm always looking for good bike socks, especially because all my bike socks have holes in them because my toenails like tear them. Um, And then also I think a great thing for cyclists is a bike light. So bike lights can be expensive and honestly a good bike light versus like I just had to get a bike light and so I got a cheaper version like you can get really nice, high-quality mm-hmm. bike lights. Um, so that is a great thing. And then the last quick, like, bike thing I'll put on there is another Portland company, I think, or at least Oregon, um, and it's called Auto Lock. And they have this really cool lock that is, like, um, it's it's like a um, – I don't know how to describe it, but it's, like, round. I sh- feel like I should send you a photo because I'm like, how do I describe this? <laughs> okay. Let me send you a photo. Almost looks like a collar. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. It's like. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's round and it sort of, you know, goes in, but it's really strong and it's good for you can stick it in your pocket if you're on a bike ride and you want to do a quick like coffee stop and use it for something like that. And they have other locks, too. They have like nice foldable bike locks. So just cool bike locks. Um, nice. Yeah. Do you have other quick like yeah so socks i'll definitely agree with socks um my my favorite socks hands down are the trace penis cycling socks they fit my feet perfectly actually i probably have 15 pairs i'm not even kidding um i think they're only 15 bucks so you know i mean i guess that's probably pretty average with that um and then i also really like features socks and so those aren't necessarily biking specific but they're the running socks and those are my favorite so those favorite two socks Um, and then other like small things are like spare tubes, CO2 canisters, just like the little things that again, you were saying you're going to buy eventually. You might as well just help, you know, kind of stock up like, like stocking stuffers, if that's what you guys do. Um, and then for the bike light one, I was also thinking like 
the a little bit higher price point, but the Garmin radar, the Garmin yes. Varia, that light. I've loved mine. Um, you know, it no- notifies you of a car coming up behind you. Great for even group rides. Actually, if you have a friend near, like that you're riding with that also has a Garmin watch, um, it can link to it. So it'll actually beep on their watch as well. So wow. that's been pretty cool. Um, so yeah, bike light, all that. And then other small things, nutrition, goose, you know, whatever your, you know, person you're gifting stuff to like goose or like cliff blocks are favorite of mine scratch mix noons like any of that kind of stuff um and we did have a listener message in and list socks and goose as well um and they also listed running shoes which was one of my recommendations as well because it's very easy to forget to replace your running shoes or it can be yeah. and and what I love about running shoes, if it's like, let's say it's your, you know, spouse, you can go easily look in their shoe. Uh-huh. Most people have one brand of running shoe that they always get yep. one size that they like. Yeah. So it's a very easy thing to buy, but you can pick out a new color and then boom, they'll have like a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. Very, yeah. And Nick and I've definitely gifted each other <laughs> running shoes, <the> same <laughs> Christmases. Um, and then the other recommendation um, from this listener was a new hydration vest, which though you... A good one is is gold. Yeah, I love that one because I definitely, like, I don't know, five Christmases ago, that's when I got a hydration vest from Nick for Christmas and loved it. And while we're on the topic of gear type stuff, one thing that I got this year for myself because I could not wait, it's been on my list actually for a while, but I got a Polar Verity Sense heart rate monitor. So this is a heart rate monitor that goes on your arm rather than around your chest, like the mm-hmm. chest, the classic chest strap. And I don't know about other people, but I get so much chafing when I'm wearing a chest strap, especially running. It's like it's not so bad with biking, but running like so I basically didn't wear a heart rate monitor and I got a new coach and he was like, oh, you should wear heart rate. You know, he's analyzing data and stuff. And I explained the dilemma and he was like, my wife loves this heart rate monitor and I can agree it's amazing. It's so easy. It's so convenient. And the other thing is it's Bluetooth. So again, for using Zwift, um, I've had times when I've wanted to quickly like shift and use my phone for Zwift because my computer was having an issue. But I and, you know, I needed heart rate for the race I was doing, but I couldn't switch because the phone doesn't have like the ANT plus reader, which is what that heart rate Uh, monitors are typically on. So it's really nice having both um both of those and it works for swimming too so (laughs) oh very nice yeah yeah um other gear stuff i mean a new garmin watch everyone could always use one of those um or you know a bike computer like if you have a friend or partner that you know typically only uses their watch um i loved having um it was like the garmin edge so just mount right onto your frame and you've just got you know a big usable screen and you know you can kind of like scroll through it does mapping and some of the watches i think probably do some of that too um but just the visual of having it right in front of you instead of having to look at your wrist was always really nice Uh, Another, you know, slightly more expensive item would be upgrading your trainer. You know, the smart trainers are fantastic. Um, They just make Zwift riding, racing, all that stuff so much more interactive. And then the super fun features like a fancy little table that goes in front of your bike that fits over your front wheel 
so you're not using a piece of plywood propped up onto a weird wire rack like I do. <laughs> um, yes, 100%. Yeah, I definitely got my kicker trainer for a well first we got our first bike trainer for a wedding gift actually our dumb trainer. oh nice <laughs> then we got i got the kicker um you know smart trainer for my birthday and then i think it was it, i think it was last christmas i got a table, table. for my laptop and it is amazing it's a game changer because i was always like looking to the side um the one recommendation i would have there is just get the amazon one do not get the super expensive like wahoo specific table we got one from amazon that was way cheaper works just as well like you know goes up and down all that stuff so that's my recommendation there and then another thing going back into sort of that running category one gift that we really loved in the past was reflective vests for running and we got these from my my in-laws and it's just i mean especially in the winter when it gets dark really early um and it's, you know, stays dark late in the morning, like just really nice if you want to have a little bit more ability to get out and run or walk or, you know, even be with the kids. Like it's just it's it's nice and it makes you feel safer. And so I really like having reflective vest. Yeah. And along that same line, uh, a good headlamp, because it's just the cheap headlamps just don't really do it. And, you know, <laughs> there's just so good, many uses. There's so many uses. Yeah. Yeah. I know Nick uses ours just to like take out the trash you know i know right like that's, um, we were like installing a new stove this weekend and we were kind of like need the headlamp to look underneath and see where things yeah. connect so yeah those are so definitely true. usable yeah one other thing i'll add in this reflective category is um oh you know for people who have dogs uh a lit up leash can yeah. also be a cool gift yeah yeah and uh, another run safety thing you know especially for the the women in your lives are the the go guarded um products i don't personally have any but um they're kind of like some really subtle things like they make little like rings with like you know a sharp edge on on the outside of it so if you end up in a bad situation you know you can feel a little bit safer i think they make little like easy to carry mace bottles and um stuff like that as well yeah, that also makes me think of road IDs. Um, yes. That's a great thing to carry, you know, on your run just so that you have, I mean, often, yeah, I don't want to run with my phone or like my smartwatch or anything. And so it's really nice to just have something with phone numbers of important people, especially if you have a health thing, something like that, maybe even a little mantra. Yeah, so, those are yeah. those are great. Those are pretty small. You can get them as bracelets. Um, you can get them as little attachments for your watches, road IDs. Or your are, shoe. Yeah, or yeah. your shoe. Also good. One, you know, a little bit into the recovery category, one thing that I think is a great gift in general, um, but also for athletes is like massage gift certificates. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And one thing I got when I was pregnant was actually a prenatal massage gift certificate, which is wonderful because I, you know, hadn't ever researched or looked into like a prenatal massage place. And so you get a recommendation, you get a place to go. And then I definitely went back there <laughs> more beyond the the gift certificate. So love that. Um, and then also one thing that, you know, for people who are like me, like journaling, um, like writing your race stuff, Lauren Fleshman has a whole line of like really cool training journals. So the one that I got is the Compete Training Journal. And so it has pages to like write down, you know, your training each day. It talks about making race plans. It gives you tips. And then so there's space to write and then also tips. And then there's other ones like Believe and stuff for for different purposes. So those are really cool to check out. And then one other um, 
you know, sort of related like book type thing is the Shalane Flanagan cookbook series, right? So there's the original Run Fast, Eat Slow. I actually only have Run Fast, Cook Fast, Eat Slow. So I can definitely recommend that one. And one thing I would say is, you know, one of the most famous recipes in there is the superhero muffins, which I love. Made them yesterday and they're like almost gone already. (laughs) Um, But I would give it with the some silicone muffin containers, you know, so Mm -hmm. you can bake your muffins. Rather than like, you know, using disposable muffin cups, you can get silicone ones that you can reuse and they're, you know, really easy to peel, really nice to use. Um, and I really like the OXO brand. That's the ones I have. And I know, Allie, you have them too, but yours have a have lot like more ridges, ridges and are yeah. very difficult to clean. They're so really the hard OXO, to clean. <laughs> maybe go that, that route. Consider the the cleaning <laughs> yeah. aspect. I have all three of the books. And the third one that you didn't mention is The Rise and Run. And that's probably my favorite because it's mostly breakfast stuff. So tons <laughs> of muffin recipes. So, um, so yeah, that's that's a really good one. Yeah, you've made me those recipes too. And or some of those muffins and they're so good. The one other thing is sometimes they send out emails, um, you know, through if you sign up for those Mm. newsletters with like cooking classes. And I was thinking that could be a fun gift, too. I know I've liked doing virtual cooking classes. And so, you know, if there's one coming up or like if there's any way to get gift certificates, I don't know, but um, those could be fun. Okay, so going into some other more general gifts that maybe are good ideas for listeners to give to others or also to ask for. Allie, what other ideas do you have? Um, so one of the things my husband asks for almost every year is new shirts, usually like new dress shirts, not necessarily like super, super fancy, but just like a nice button up shirt. I mean, that's just kind of a standard one. Um, or just, you know, clothes that you're going to use in general. I personally just bought myself a bunch of new underwear and I am super happy mm-hmm. about it. And I'm like, everybody needs new underwear. So <laughs> like, I know. new clothing stuff, but like the usable kind. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. When I was a kid, I was like, why am I getting socks for Christmas? Because, I mean, come on, as a kid, yeah, yeah, maybe don't put socks. (laughs) But I do, yeah, now totally an advocate for shirts, socks, underwear. Um, For me, I will say, like, I recommend putting on your list the Victoria's Secret seamless underwear. Mm -hmm. It's so good under leggings. It's so just nice it's my favorite and that's what i always stock up on (laughs) yeah you recommended that to me to wear under my running leggings a while ago to help with chafing as well and i that's i won't run without it anymore so (laughs) so yeah good good underwear is always good and then as you mentioned socks um my favorite socks for just like super fun are the socket to me ones and they do have a website um, but we also can like typically find them at like our local new seasons grocery store. Um, they have all kinds of holidays. I've got sloths with donuts. I've got, <laughs> you know, cr- cr- cactuses with Christmas lights. I got you the veggie ones. Like, yeah. yeah so Sakatumi socks and they're super comfortable. So yes. not, not for running, but comfy <laughs> socks. Yeah. Very nice. One thing that I have loved as a gift idea that I've gotten for Nick, I've gotten for my parents, 
is photo calendars. And mm. my one of my favorite like photo brand is Artifact Uprising. That's where I got our wedding book and they make really nice prints. Definitely on the pricier end. And honestly, like I've been getting stuff from Shutterfly lately and like their stuff is really good too. But, you know, Artifact Uprising has some really pretty photo calendars where it's like um a little stand and then one you know, calendar page for each month and you customize the photos that you want. So for grandparents, you know, you can do ones of the grandkids for spouses, you know, same like family photos. Definitely did one after our wedding to use all the wedding photos. Right. Um, And also Nick has made me before for Mother's Day a photo book with photos from me and Ollie. This was like my first Mother's Day. And yeah, it's it's such a nice it's like a really sweet gift because those take a lot of time and work. And when you have it, like it is really special. So you're reminding me that I have not yet done my wedding album. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I only did ours somewhat recently. (laughs) But that also actually I thought about doing the photo calendar for my uh, for my in-laws. And so that's a really good good reminder. One of my other favorite um, kind of gift ideas is like really good travel coffee mugs. And um, I was reminded of this because Amy's mom wrote in on our Instagram and specifically requested the uh, <laughs> That Triathlon Life travel coffee mug. So um, Amy, take note. <laughs> and But personally, my favorite, um, the Hydro Flask coffee mugs, they've got some like 12, 16, 24 ounce ones. Absolutely like super awesome. Again, kind of varying price points. Um, so those are a big, I'm a big fan of those. Yes, definitely. Yeah, the TTL mugs. So that triathlon life is pro triathletes Eric Lagerstrom and Paula Finley. Um, and, you know, anyone who is like really into triathlon, keeping up with the pros, watching YouTube stuff, like definitely knows Eric and Paula. Yeah. Um, and of course, they also, you know, they live in Oregon um, in Bend and they make a lot of really cool gear. Um, I was already thinking about getting my mom one of their shirts because I knew she would appreciate it. But now I know <laughs> she wants a mug which direction to go. Yeah. But they and they get really like, you know, high quality stuff and their mugs are from a brand fellow and they're just like really nice, sleek, pretty. Um, so definitely check out their store and see if they have anything in stock because they have some nice stuff for yeah. triathletes. Actually, speaking of my mom, another listener separate not my mom (laughs) um wrote in and said that they would like a simple bracelet with their son's birthstone and i love this idea because actually for my mom this past year we got her a mother's ring which is a ring where it has the birthstone of each of your kids um, so each, you know, all six of us, our birth sons were on there. And and then that got me thinking, like, you know, I want some jewelry with my kids' birthstones. Yeah. And so I love the idea of, yeah, a bracelet, necklace, like something really nice. Yeah. I was given some beautiful earrings for my first Mother's Day that were um, aquamarine, which is best birthstone. Aww. And yeah, yeah, they're like my absolute favorite. So, um, yeah, I, I really like the idea of birthstone stuff, for, you know, kids' birthstone. So, yeah, yeah, very sweet. Another category of stuff that I always find like really nice to think about gifts in is kitchen stuff. Yes. And f- products that you really like that you, you know, want other people to have. So, one Christmas, another thing we do is we like to pick out a gift that we just like get for everybody. <laughs> This is Nick's old strategy. And I actually really like it. It's simple. It's nice. Then you know that they all have it. So then you move on next year. Uh But one year we got everyone these 
Um, another thing from the OXO brand is they have these silicone measuring cups. So, you know, your classic, like your two cup glass measuring cup or, you know, that type of thing where it's a bigger like glass measuring cup. Well, they have silicone ones that are flexible and so pour really easily. And we got everyone the smaller size, which is just one cup, but it is perfect for maple syrup. So Nick's always complaining, oh, the maple syrup, you know, things, uh, you know, they always drip down. You have to set them on a plate. It's so frustrating. Well, he's not complaining anymore because we discovered the tip, (laughs) the secret, which is use the silicone measuring cup. You know, you can microwave the maple syrup so it's warm and then pour it out of that. And Allie, I was reminded of this because you came over to our house yeah. for that salt dough baking and I've you commented on it. I've never seen those. I was like, I was like you so don't have cool. this? No, I'd never yeah. seen them before. So those I really love. We have the two cup one and the one cup one. I use them constantly. Great for if you're juicing. I did this tonight before recording. Juicing lemons for a cocktail. And then you can easily pour the juice into the measuring like jigger and, you know, pour it into your shaker or whatever. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, um, love those. And then the other um, another OXO thing is a cheese slicer where it has like a little wire across the top and cuts cheese really easily. And if you're like us, you're constantly cutting cheese for kids. So, so much that's cheese. Super handy. We've got a few recommendations for some slightly bigger kitchen type things. So not necessarily bigger in size, but um, my husband suggested the Bluetooth meat thermometer called the meat meat meter. M-E-A-T-E-R. And we will link that one <laughs> in our story. That I'm like, I don't know, meat-er? Meter? Like (laughs) meter? I don't know. So um, I think that's so you can kind of link it in. Like if you're barbecuing, you can stick it, your thermometer into the meat and it'll read to your phone. So you can kind of check the temperature without having to continually go out and go check it. You know, great for Thanksgiving dinner, you know, turkey, stuff like that. Um, And then another quite a bit higher price point item would be these pizza ovens that everybody is totally in love with right now. They're called the Uni pizza oven. I know my husband wants one of those. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are kind of like the cool new thing. I think you can do other stuff other than pizza too. Um, and then, so not necessarily in the category of kitchen, but it can fall into this category is master classes. And so I know Nick got his dad one a couple years ago and it was like a masterclass on grilling and you can do them on like everything. And I haven't personally looked into them very much, but again, it was one of Nick's recommendations. If you want to learn how to play guitar, masterclass. If you want to learn, you know, knitting, masterclass, like cooking classes, all that kind of stuff. And so I guess there's this whole wide range of things and they're virtual classes that are taught by you know, professionals, I think Gordon Ramsay teaches one, for example, of like a cooking one. So like they're really, you know, they're renowned people doing these things. um, And those are kind of a cool, uh, a cool option. It's like a gift card for a masterclass. So somebody could get whichever one they want. Yeah, very fun. I love that. Um, And our last kind of category of gifts is gifts for kids. Um, I would say one of my favorite, you know, we can't have enough of in our house is books. Like Beth loves books. Like at any given time, I go in her room and there's 10 books pulled into her bed. It's like, take them all out. Like she just loves them. Um, my 
some of my favorites are any of the Sandra Boynton books. Um, she does like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. She does a ton of them. The going to bed book, the pajama time book, um, like dinosaur books, like some opposite ones. Um, there's one about penguins. There's one about hippos and they're just, they're actually really fun to read. And some of them are kind of sing songy. And so you're kind of like singing, you know, the pajama time book. (laughs) Ooh, it's pajama time. (laughs) So, um, Beth loves those as well. Um, so those are some of our favorite books for her. Um, and then I think the other favorite category of books for a little bit younger kids are the never touch books. And this, if you, you know, if you're searching for these on Amazon, you search never touch a book, it'll be like, there's porcupine, polar bear, panda, koala, like bat, dinosaur, spider. Yeah. So there's a whole category of those that are really fun. And they're like, each page has a different texture on it. So those are really fun ones. Yeah, that's definitely one of Margot's favorite books right now is Never Touch a Dinosaur, because every time the kids touch it, we say, no, 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 don't touch, don't Don't touch touch it. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. One other category of books that we have really loved is music books. And my favorite ones, they're so pretty. Um, There's these ones that are called like the Story Orchestra, Mm -hmm. and they have a Swan Lake one. And a Nutcracker one, which would be good Ooh, for the holidays. Yeah, and they're just like beautiful artwork. Um, and they have classical music, you know, Swan Lake music or Nutcracker music. Um, and it's just so fun. And you know, you don't even necessarily have to read the story, but um, Ollie has always loved books with music. And the one thing is, they're so pretty, and they are, you know, just normal, like a normal book pages. And so. I sort of put them up high because I'm afraid of them being (laughs) damaged. Um, Supervised only books. Yeah, we got that from, um, you know, Nick's mom and just love it and have got it for a lot of people since. Another recommendation that I have um, that's a little bit unique, maybe, but is... um, plates like dinnerware for kids and specifically i want to recommend the brand rice by rice they make dinner plates and they're made out of melamine material and the thing that i love is like it's it's just a really nice material for kids plates and they have the cutest like patterns and it's one of those things where you know it's a little bit expensive so i don't like love buying them for us but i definitely have bought some because they're so pretty and like so versatile and just plates that we love to use and so i recommend those as a gift for sure yeah, sometimes new new plates can be good. We've been kind of stuck using the same ones that we've been using, you know, since she started eating solids. And I keep thinking that we should switch them up. So we might look into those ones. Yeah, they are fun. Um, and that's how we actually first started is we got it as a gift. So Oh, very cool. Um, other ideas. Um, so this year, I think Santa is going to be bringing Beth a fort. She, we've kind of been into like building her forts with the the cushions in the living room. And we actually, um, we kind of have this set up in her house so that, you know, she, we have a block off area so she can't get into the dining room from the playroom. And we have this playpen that helps us block this, you know, extra wide door. And we actually just flipped it upside down recently so that like she can kind of climb in there and stuff. And so, but it's like, she's climbing on top of it. And so that's not (laughs) great. Um, and then I noticed mentioned we got a new oven recently. And so we have a giant cardboard box 
that is has turned into a fort that's been great, but also kind of starting to get knocked over. So she's getting a new like pop up fort, and I've seen these different like kind of cool ones. Um, I think my nephew had one that was kind of. Um, I don't know if it was kind of like a tent shape and, you know, all the toys can go in there and, you know, a good catch-all kind of area too. so fun. So, yeah, that'll be kind of fun. She's been really into them. So we're pretty excited about that one. Love it. Yeah. One other place that I just want to mention that we love, you know, getting kids toys from and just a good resource is Fat Brain Toys. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that, like, we've gotten a lot of toys we've loved from there, and we've definitely picked out a few different ones that we like. Um, there's, you know, magnetic boards where you can make shapes. There's um, sort of like a marble tower that you can build, but with bigger oh, balls, yeah. so it works for little kids. Oh, okay. Molly loves that. Um, so that's a great resource just if you're looking for ideas. Yeah, little toys are fun, too. Um, one of my favorite toys that we have for Beth is just like a classic wooden little toe behind toy. And it just kind of like hops along behind her. And it's just like not electronic. It's just this little wooden one. Like we, you know, we give her battery operated stuff, but we tend to lean towards more just interactive stuff that, you know, she kind of has to play with. Um, so, yeah, just little toys. Um, another favorite is the jelly cat stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, these might be more for Nick and myself. Um, we get pretty excited when we add to the jelly cat collection. I am not <laughs> going to admit how many jelly cats Beth has, um, that, that Nick and I have been very excited about and got. Um, but that's a really fun one. They've got different kinds of like foods and stuff. Um, so, yeah, just c- cute little yeah, stuffed animals. Yeah, so many good ones. Yeah. And they're so soft. <laughs> they are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And obviously, you know, a great source for gift ideas for your kids is talking to them. We loved one listener's comment that her five-year-old son wants a Jeep and a tablet. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully you've been good this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's like, you know, maybe maybe we get to a point where we just don't ask but yeah typically speaking (laughs) it's a a good i know right now i'm at the age where i'm like trying to get ollie to get excited about stuff so that he like has that anticipation but then it's also like eh, be careful what you wish for (laughs) a pony (laughs) yeah um and then my last year recommendations for kids um kind of a family recommendation memberships um i think we talked about this on one of our last you know more recent episodes, zoo memberships. If you live in an area that's got a good zoo, um, obviously you were saying you've got a membership to the Japanese gardens. Um, we have a really cool kids museum in Portland called Oregon Museum of Science and Industry. Um, and so just all these different types of things, just like interactive stuff is, um, I think that's a great, great option. And they're usually not that expensive for like an annual membership. And, you know, then you can go all year. Um, and lastly, shopping consignment. Um, we've found some really cool stuff just popping into a consignment store. Um, and they've got, you know, more than just clothes. There's tons and tons of toys depending on which stores you go to. So that's a really great option for finding, you know, some previously loved gifts at a little bit of a lower cost. Well, we hope you found some of those ideas helpful and good luck with all of your gift buying and gift receiving this year. Now we're going to get into our closing segment, our Go Mamas of the Week. Go mama, go mama, go mama. <laughs> These can be any small triumph or thing that's making us happy. Allie, what's your Go Mama this week? 
All right. So I mentioned in our opener that we've been kind of having some stroller issues with Beth. Um, earlier this week, I did take her for a walk. My parents joined. Um, you know, we went to this park that's got a path right along the river. One of my favorite places when I was running a lot and taking her. It's just really beautiful. And um, so we made it out like 15, 20 minutes and we came back and she was melting down and I was like, all right, well, let's just get her out of the stroller. And um, we haven't, you know, she hasn't been out a lot in the fall just because it's the weather's been really cold and kind of rainy. And so we, we did this big shift from summer to fall. And so now she's out, like we got her out and she's walking along and she's picking up leaves and sticks and, and like, just, she's getting really excited. She kept her mittens on for part of this. And so she's, (laughs) I think I got a couple pictures of her. She's walking, she's got a big maple leaf in one hand and a pine cone in the other. And just like watching her explore these kinds of things, you know, just cause she hasn't really experienced fall like this before. And so it's just been a lot of fun. Kind of was a good way to turn, you know, potentially negative situation with her being grumpy in the stroller into, you know, we were close enough that she was able to walk the whole way back. Um, and she just kind of bopped along and explored the whole way. So yeah, it was kind of a fun one. Um, Amy, what is yours this week? Well, this week, Um, mine actually goes back to your last recommendation, the consignment recommendation. So we have a consignment store that is really close to our house and I love just popping in and, you know, seeing if anything's new and getting Christmas dresses at the consignment shop is my go mama because they can be so expensive, you know, and people only wear them like one time, you know, you wear them yep. like half a day on Christmas. And so they're in really great quality, but they're, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, honestly, who doesn't love a sale, right? It's yeah. very satisfying. And then I go and I get these like, so last week I went, I got this one dress with this cute like green tutu and deer print on top and brought that home and, um, you know, Margo put it on and just like loved it. No. And it's so cute. Yeah. And then I also got one that's like, you know, more formal for like a Christmas dinner with, um, you know, a red skirt and like velvety black on the top and a little collar. And it's, yeah, really cute. So, uh, yeah, love that. That's super awesome. <laughs> and then, yeah, you don't feel as bad if you're only wearing it once too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because the dress is going to be expensive and yeah, you only wear it once. All right. Well, that's it for our show this week. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you hope you took away some good tips um, on this week's episode. If you have any topics you want us to cover or questions, please find us on Instagram at Moms of Triathlon or email us at momsoftriathlon at gmail.com. And thank you always for sharing the podcast with your other friends. Um, subscribe so you get us in your feed every Friday. Bye.